Leaves it downfield. It is. Oh, it's caught. John Morant in wow. the clutch. Oh, my word. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to Blake's Take, first edition of 2021. Let's make it a great year, everyone. Dive into some great sports that I'm sure we're going to see over the course of this next year. And let's be super optimistic about what is to come. And I'm sure whatever happens, it's going to be better than 2020. So let's make it a great year in sports, everyone. And let's get right back at it. Starting off with um, some New Year's bowls from back in 2020 during December 31st range. We had the number seven Gators facing off against the number six Sooners in the Cotton Bowl. Kyle Trask was without his four-star receivers in this game due to COVID protocol, which very much impacted the Gators' success in this game. Oklahoma got off to an incredible start in this game, though, both defensively and offensively, outscoring the Gators 17-3 in the first quarter. With the lack of his key receiver, Trask, the Heisman finalist, threw two interceptions in the first quarter alone. Yet in the second quarter, the gains, the Gators would get things uh, going by eliminating Trask from the equation and giving the rock to Emery Jones for the much-needed touchdown. Despite the QB change, though, the Gators' defense would still struggle to stop the prolific Sooners' offense and gave up two more touchdowns in the second quarter. The third quarter would be dominated by the Sooners' run game, especially by big boy back Ramondor Stevenson. The Sooners then made it just ugly in the fourth with two touchdowns to wrap up the beating they laid down on what was thought to be a very elite Gators team. The Sooners get the blowout 55-20 to victory over the Gators and win the Cotton Bowl. So great win for the Sooners. Just absolutely dominated and especially props to Spencer Rattler for his 247 passing yard performance. Really led this offense as well as the Sooners run game. And unfortunate circumstances for Kyle Trask who had a very poor performance in this game and tough to end off his college career especially how he uh, declared for the NFL draft on that day that same day too so we'll see how it turns out for both of these prospects Kyle Trask in the NFL draft and this Sooners elite team next year I look forward to watching them they're going to be a force to be reckoned with they got all the pieces surrounded by Spencer Rattler and the run game and especially prolific defense they're going to be a scary team to watch out for next year and I think they will be a big 12 spot in the college football playoff as far as NFL we all know the high-caliber player in J.J. Watt and what he has done for the Houston community and the Texans organization. However, this all may be coming to a close as Watt announced yesterday that he is skeptical about his future with the Houston Texans. He, he, Watt stated in a statement, there's a whole lot of unknowns, so we'll see what happens in regards to him playing for the Texans in 2021. I don't have any guarantees left in my contract, so something's got to happen one way or another, Watt stated. So back in September of 2014, Watt signed a six-year extension worth up to $100 million with the Texans, 
Watt will be entering his last year of his contract in 2021 and is set to make $17,500,000 in his base salary. After Sunday's embarrassing loss to the Bengals, for example, Wash unleashed on the team and how he's saying that the players and the staff is unorganized and unprofessional and he apologized for the Houston community and the Houston Texans organization for providing a horrible and a trash performance. So, looks like J.J. Watt's not going to be staying for the Texans for too much longer. After he was drafted in 2011, nine years, incredible impact, Walter Payton Player of the Year, five-time Defensive Player of the Year. We all know his accolades, but when he, he wants to win. He wants to be a winner in this league just like every other player, and without that piece of a solid organization and a solid staff that wants to win and just isn't thinking about rebuilding. They got the pieces in Watson and Watt on the defense. Although Watt suffered in his performance this year, only having 49 tackles and five sacks, he still is has that desire, and I don't know if that desire is still in the Texans organization. So we'll see how this turns out for J.J. Watt. I'm thinking he's going to go to a team who needs a defensive star piece to finish off the rest of his career or just do a little temporary thing to get out of Houston. It's not the community, of course. He has totally impacted that community greatly, but it is the organization. So we'll see how it turns out for J.J. Watt. As far as NBA, it's been 735 days since John Wall has stepped foot on an NBA court. Yet, last night, that all changed. John Wall made his debut after his several injuries, Last night, he made his debut. It was very exciting, very emotional. He had to go undergo knee surgery to uh, remove the bone spurs in his left heel that bothered him for years. The other operation to repair the Achilles tendon he tore while recovering from that operation, then been being traded to the Washington River from the Washington Wizards along with a protected first round pick for Russell Westbrook. So a lot of happened in those two years, unfortunate circumstances. But it was a great, it was, and Wall stated after his incredible performance, he stated that it was great, man, just to get back out there and have fun after his 22.6 rebound and 9 assist performance in the win. When I get between those four lines and once the ball touches my hands after jump ball, I was fine. I was happy to be able to compete with some of the best in the league, and I was just having the ability to be out there was a blessing. Having 22-9-6 and six is not bad for not playing in two years, said Wall, who averaged 19 points and 9.2 assists during his decade-long run with the Washington Wizards. I can pat myself on the back for that one, and I know that I'll be doing even better things in the season to come. So it looks like John Wall is back right at it. It looks like he's good as new, but we'll definitely have to be cautious and hope nothing bad happens to him again. So great performance by John Wall, bounce back, and it was a very emotional come back especially after all that hardship that he's gone through and incredible perseverance story by John Wall and I'm glad to see him back out there and healthy it's great to see John Wall back in the league as far as local sports goes although we did not have men's basketball in the Beavers organization we did have some Ducks action last night the Ducks dominated beating the California Bears uh, 82 to 96 with an ironically Eugene uh, Amuro Amuraya, uh, something like that. He uh, led the way with 26 points for the Ducks, and uh, 
they are just the Ducks now improved to seven and one and seem like they're putting a solid team together around Eugene Almariah. And he has just been a force to be reckoned with in the post. And I just look forward to see how the Duck team turns out. They're number twenty one in the nation right now. Really could be a key Sweet 16, Elite 8. Heck, nothing is guaranteed in March Madness, so they can make a good run at, run at it early prediction, but they're looking pretty good so far. So we'll see how it turns out for these Ducks. So thank you for tuning in to a new year of Blake's Take. I appreciate you all who support on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube, and I look forward to the year ahead. Have a great rest of your night.